This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Flourish at Home Show. Your host, Mary Jo Tate, is an international book editor, the homeschooling mom of four boys, and the author of Flourish, Balance for Homeschool Moms. Mary Jo loves to help moms find peace, order, and balance by sharing practical tips, inspiration, and encouragement. Visit her website at flourishathome.com. And now, here's your host, Mary Jo Tate. Hi, I'm Mary Jo Tate. Welcome to the Flourish at Home show. Today we're going to talk about all the wonderful reasons why we should read. Of course, if you're listening to a show about reading, obviously you already know some of the benefits. The primary benefits are education and entertainment, but there are many more. Today we're going to look at 12 great reasons to read. This is part one of a series on why, what, how, and when to read, and why and how to build a home library. So you might be wondering, why am I doing this series about reading on the Flourish at Home show? It's simple. Reading is an important part of a flourishing life. Education is one of my seven freedom tools that we discussed in earlier episodes, and reading is a great way to take care of yourself by helping you relax. So let's dive into 12 of the most important benefits of reading. First, reading changes your life. It helps build wisdom and helps grow your character. Christopher Morley, an American novelist and journalist, said, When you give someone a book, you don't just give him paper, ink, and glue. You give him the possibility of a whole new life. And many lives have been changed by reading just a single book. Of course, the greatest example of a life-changing book is the Bible. But many other books reflect scriptural values as well. However, we can also learn discernment even from books that don't reflect scriptural values. And of course, this depends on the age and maturity of the reader. And we're going to talk about that some in a future episode. The second benefit is that reading helps you learn facts and build knowledge. Different people have different learning styles, and there are lots of ways to learn today. But books are still one of the very best ways to learn new information and build your expertise on any subject. They're available for you to learn at your own pace, on your own schedule. Books go deeper than online articles, and they're more lasting than lectures and even conversation. Although conversation about what you read is an important learning tool, as we'll see in a future episode. Number three, reading develops and preserves your mind and your memory. Reading is active, not passive like watching TV, so your mind has to be really engaged while you're reading. Reading fiction, for example, requires you to remember plot lines and characters, to remember their quirks, their backgrounds, their ambitions, and their personalities. Richard Steele, an Irish writer and politician, said, Reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. And that's so true. Reading can help prevent Alzheimer's and dementia, or at least slow their progress. A good thing to remember is use it or lose it. And that certainly refers to the brain and the memory. Number four, reading improves focus and concentration. In today's world especially, our attention is scattered in a million different directions. Just think how often you work on a task, check email, check Twitter or Facebook, chat and text in the same short period of time. However, when you read a book, you focus all of your attention on the story. Reading a book requires more focus than reading shorter pieces like emails, social media posts, or even magazine articles. You have to shut out distractions and really immerse yourself in what you're reading. 
In fact, developing the habit of regular reading can improve your self-discipline. Benefit number five, reading can help you build your vocabulary and improve your grammar skills. Encountering new words used in context is much more useful than simply memorizing a list of vocabulary words in a workbook. Although studying grammar rules is certainly helpful, you can pick up a lot through osmosis simply by reading good writing. And good writing is important there because you can also build bad habits by reading bad writing. The next benefit, learn to write by reading good writers as models. By reading good writing, you can learn what a good sentence looks like and sounds like. You can learn how to craft characters and plots. A time-honored way for writers to learn how to write is by imitating good writers. For example, Benjamin Franklin taught himself how to write by rewriting essays from The Spectator. He would read an essay, make short notes about each point, wait a few days, and then rewrite the essay from his notes, and then he would compare his version with the original and tweak it a little bit if he needed to improve it. That's still a great way to learn to write today. But even if you're not interested in learning how to write, reading good writers will help you express yourself better, even in conversation. Benefit number seven, reading inspires creativity and expands your imagination. To me, this is one of the best of the benefits of reading because it takes you out of yourself and helps you dream of new possibilities. I love what C.S. Lewis said about his own childhood and how it inspired his creativity and his imagination. And here's the quote. I am the product of long corridors, empty sunlit rooms, upstairs indoor silences, attics explored in solitude, distant noises of gurgling cisterns and pipes, and the noise of wind under the tiles, also of endless books. My father bought all the books he read and never got rid of any of them. There were books in the study, books in the drawing room, books in the cloakroom, books too deep in the great bookcase on the landing, books piled as high as my shoulder in the cistern attic, books of all kinds reflecting every transient stage of my parents' interest, books readable and unreadable, books suitable for a child, and books most emphatically not. Nothing was forbidden me. In the seemingly endless rainy afternoons, I took volume after volume from the shelves. I had always the same certainty of finding a book that was new to me as a man who walks into a field has of finding a new blade of grass. Benefit number eight of reading. We can learn by example. This is especially important for young children, but it also applies to adults as well. Positive examples to emulate are the most important for young children. But as they grow older, they can encounter negative examples to avoid as long as you're discussing them and they're learning from them. If they're trained to discern, and if they've test-driven how to identify dangerous characters and people who are saying the wrong things by discussing them as they come up in books, that will be good practice for real life. Thomas Chalmers, a Scottish theologian, said, Perhaps the greatest gift any father can bestow upon his children, apart from the covenant blessings of parish life and a comprehension of the doctrines of grace, is a passion for reading. It is cheap, it consoles, it distracts, it excites, it gives a knowledge of the world, and it offers experience of a wide kind. Indeed, it is nothing less than a moral illumination. In addition, you can be motivated and inspired by examples of people who overcame challenges, and that can have a profound impact on your own life. Number nine. 
Reading can help you to develop empathy for other people. Getting wrapped up in the life of a fictional character can actually help us understand real people's feelings better. The American novelist Ann Patchett said, Reading fiction is important. It is a vital means of imagining a life other than our own, which in turn makes us more empathetic beings. Following complex storylines stretches our brains beyond the 140 characters of soundbite thinking, and staying within the world of a novel gives us the ability to be quiet and alone, two skills that are disappearing faster than the polar ice caps. Number 10. Reading allows us to travel to new places, and I think this one is quite exciting as well. This can include practical information, like reading about a culture before you travel, or reading about a real place you may never get to visit in person. For example, I hope to travel to Italy someday. For now, I enjoy reading books that are set in Italy, and when I schedule my trip, one of the first things I'll do is study a good guidebook about Italy. Reading also lets you travel to imaginary worlds that are created by authors. I've enjoyed many a visit to Narnia, Middle Earth, and Mitford. I love this piece of a poem by Emily Dickinson. There is no frigate like a book to take us lands away, nor any coursers like a page of prancing poetry. The eleventh benefit of reading is that it can help reduce stress and help you relax. Lose yourself in a great story. Now, you might think right away of escapism, and some people criticize reading as escapism, but it isn't necessarily bad unless it becomes a delusional substitute for reality. Reading is actually a great form of recreation. In fact, research has shown that reading reduces unhealthy stress hormones like cortisol. And in a British study, people did an activity that provoked anxiety, and then they either read, listened to music, or played video games. The reader's stress levels dropped 67%, significantly more than other groups. I think that's a great benefit of reading. And the twelfth benefit is that reading provides entertainment or just simply pleasure. Reading is a relatively inexpensive form of entertainment. Using a library actually makes it free. If you'd rather buy your books, we'll look at some great ways to build your home library in future episodes of this show. My Mentor in literature and scholarship, Matthew Brookley, who was a professor at the University of South Carolina, said this about the benefits of reading. The reward of reading and studying literature is pleasure. We can dignify it and say it's aesthetic pleasure, but that is not necessary. Reading great works of literature is a source of enjoyment. A genius touched a piece of paper, and he did something that nobody else before him or since did. He left something that is imperishable and enduring. It has a permanent richness of meaning. And to me, that is one of the greatest benefits of reading, just simply the pleasure of reading something that's well-written. Now, I want to hear from you. Why do you love to read? What are the most important benefits in your life? Be sure to go to flourishathomeradio.com and leave a comment and join the conversation. And if, like most of us, you need help finding time to read in the middle of a busy life, you'll find practical tips and encouragement in my book, Flourish, which is available through my website at flourishathome.com. On our next episode, we'll discuss what we should read. I'll see you next time on the Flourish at Home show. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Flourish at Home show. For more encouragement, visit Mary Jo at flourishathome.com. The Flourish at Home show is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.